0: Welcome to One Footer in the Grave, and this week we are live from the Conservative Party Conference. I'm Andy Clark. Don't believe what you might have read about me in the papers. I was never actually at that party. And joining me today are Business Secretary and Member of Parliament for Blandford Forum, Lord Boag. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I appreciate my new title.
1: I, I was hoping for a Viscount, if I'm honest, but I'll settle for a Lord.
2: Oh, they were great biscuits.
0: Oh. I know. Can they really were The minty yeah. yeah, ones. I Do
2: you get those anymore? Oh.
0: Let yeah, me continue yes, with do. this introduction. Them. We also <laughs> have MP for Whitney and Minister for the Arts, Sir Jonathan Hicks.
3: Yeah, I think it's very much... <laughs> you sound like Boris. Last oh, but not least... <laughs>
0: Secretary of State for Work and uh, Pensions, obviously. Um, Marcus Lillington, OBE. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, I am
3: actually a Lord. so then. Oh, you've got
1: one of those Scottish things, haven't
3: you? <laughs> yes, I'm a Scottish Lord, yeah. so I should be Lord Lillington. Do you know what I OBE actually, actually stands for? Go on. Uh, Order of the British Empire, I think. No,
0: Old Before Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's you Andy <laughs> So welcome gentlemen It's been a while Come on it's been yeah. a while since the last episode I am sure that our listeners Are aching to find out What we've been doing all this summer What we have been up to If they're the same age as us then they are aching <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's back to the care um, home again <laughs> Yeah
3: Yeah I'll, I'll be very quick and I'll just respond to that and I'll show you, which I know is not very podcast, but because um, you'll have lots of stories. Um, hang on a minute. Uh, I've basically been watching this fella get bigger. Oh, he's enormous now. Yeah. Dog, oh, big red dog. No, for our listeners, oh. that
0: is a horse. It's Ted. It's a horse. <laughs> Bear, as he's generally you known.
3: Anyways, because we've not been away because we've been, he's been a puppy. So that's the end of my story.
0: It's very difficult to tell actually how big he is on a phone. Because I know. Well, not only on a phone, a phone on a
3: Zoom <laughs> call cool. in a tiny corner of
1: my screen.
3: So it's and it's especially hard for the listener yeah, as well. who uh,
1: who's listening on an audio podcast. So really, that whole segment was a waste of time.
3: Ah, uh, but everyone loves puppy dogs.
1: Yeah, but only if they could see them
0: is the general
1: requirement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not allowed picky, another picky, dog. Picky, picky, picky. After the last dog disaster, I Scooby just will not let me have another dog. I really no. like a miniature schnauzer, but it, I'm out of pet points. Yeah. What did you do to the last dog? What did we do? Well, oh, God, here we go. So this is going back years now, but we had a chocolate Labrador, mm-hmm. and it was the worst dog in the world. We had more Ooh. dog trainers than... Well, there are dog trainers in North Wales, and this dog was untrainable. It was just so badly behaved, and there is nothing, nothing that we could do to uh, to, to get this dog to behave. And th- there's a few stories that we could talk about the dog all bloody podcast, but there was we sometimes we used to sort of put him out in the garden, and he we had like a great big twelve foot um chain and you know we'd put it on one of these corkscrew things that would go into the ground so we could you know walk around in the garden but because we got low walls we didn't want him jumping over the walls anyway this dog was quite smart and what it learned was that if it went the opposite way to the way that we'd screwed it in
2: yeah. he could actually
0: <laughs> unscrew this foot long corkscrew so One day, Sue's sort of, you know, around the house, and all of a sudden she hears some screams coming from the pub across the road. She rushes out. Dog's nowhere to be seen. Next thing, the dog rushes out from the pub, dragging this 12-foot metal chain and (laughs) a foot-long spike. And he'd got a fork in his mouth (laughs) with a sausage on the end of it. And he basically rushed into the pub and cleared everybody's plates. And uh, that was one thing. He ate the neighbour's school uniform. Um, he got out one day and trashed everybody's bin bags. This was before we had wheelie bins trashed everybody's bin bags so sue had to go out there and repackage the you know the whole roads trash into bags and stuff like that so sue had to do that well i was away coincidentally at that point Uh Uh um so yeah so um she basically said that if i ever bring another bring another dog into the house um she will leave you're a dead man Mm. so um um, yes so i'm not allowed another dog i've got no pet points
2: yeah i've got the benny hill um, theme tune in my head at the moment not sure why
1: (laughs) (laughs) the farcical life that andy leads just naturally leads to the benny hill theme tune i i would i would absolutely have a dog if i was a responsible adult that that um was capable of looking after one um the only reason i managed to raise a child was because it, it eventually learned how to look after itself so but a dog is beyond my abilities unfortunately I just couldn't do it. Well, that killed it dead. That was mm. in the
3: They are a lot of work. Yeah. I, I forgot yeah, how yeah. much work puppies are. Um, and he's a bit headstrong, uh, Ted. So yeah, but we're, he's going to like gun dog training classes. He's not going to be a gun dog, but it's just really it's, it really amuses him. Gives his brain something to do. Yeah, loves running about. Anyway, this is dull. Move yeah, on. what else? Did everyone, what, what did you do over the summer, John?
2: Um, I was on the telly. Were you? No. Yeah.
3: Did you,
1: did you finally go on Naked Attraction?
2: Stuntcock. <laughs> cock. Stunt cock. <laughs> Stunt cock. <laughs> no, um, country file.
1: Oh, well, of course. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I was... Um, were, were you birding? No, no. I was in, um, in a cow costume at the back because um, they'd run out of cows for several of the shots. So, uh, yeah, I had, to, I had to get my my friend and i had to get a cow costume together and uh, we're a little bit kind of a little slightly blurred in the background so you know you don't quite tell that it's not a real cow but yeah it was brilliant i believe
1: i believed you up until that for point. a while
2: and i, I yeah. just like
3: i was with you, i just John.
2: remember the time i was talking about the um, radio rentals um catching yes. it with me for debt collection and it was the fact that you were all with me, and I wasn't intentionally trying to sort of feel like, you know, I'll, I'll fool them with this, you know, I thought it was weird from the start, <laughs> no. but it was the fact that I was running away, that's what you, you twigged as the, no, nah, no, nah, he's not
0: running. No, no this there's is no not, way, this no is way Jill's running. No. Yeah.
2: It was, it was a nice summer, mm. I did three things, uh, I did a lot of work, I watched my daughter graduate from university. Ooh. On one of the hottest days of the year, in fact, it was the hottest day of the year, it got to 40, and we went to Florence for a week, and it was lovely, Lovely. but I didn't buy a fancy watch, I just bought lots of ice cream, a lot (laughs) of ice cream, but it was very nice, and it feels like a long time ago now, even though it was only Mm. the first week of September, but yeah, it was gorgeous.
0: What about you, Paul? What about you? Are you in the UK
1: still, I see, by your flag? Well, I've, uh, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing, nothing has happened in my summer whatsoever. It's been come home, do, okay,
3: let's move on. do some work. <laughs> yeah, there really is.
1: There, there is nothing to tell. I feel like I, I live two lives now one that's super exciting and one that's tediously dull. So mm. um, I'm just waiting for the next exciting bit, really, which <sighs> isn't long. And America's
2: so exciting, is it?
1: (laughs) 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 Call it boring old UK. (laughs) I I have this problem, you see. I I have the attention span (laughs) of a very small child. And I, mm. I've seen everywhere around here. You oh. know, oh, how many times can you go to Lulworth Cove? How many times <laughs> can you go to Durdle Door? <laughs> you know, it's like oh, I've seen Stonehenge now. Well, when I go to America, it's always something new, you yeah. see.
3: Mm. So, Where are you going this time? Are you still down south, I assume?
1: Uh, well, we, we, we weren't down south in the end last time. We We, we shot across from Atlanta all the way across to wyoming um and uh we did the black hills and we did yellowstone and that kind of stuff so we ended up mm. in denver um okay. and then when we go back so we're flying to denver pick up the rv and then down to um well all through utah and arizona and end up at vegas to fly home but that's not as exciting in, in
3: the south in the south uh, I yeah, i i will
1: be but i wasn't <laughs> you said again
0: you see, I don't mean
1: to be pedantic, but I wasn't in the South last time, see.
0: Well, can I give you a little suggestion? If go you're going from Denver down, you, what you're going to do, mm-hmm. if you're heading down towards kind of New Mexico way, you go over the Rockies, I think it is, mm. the Southern Rockies. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can go over a place called Eagle's Nest. And yeah, And we actually stayed in a hotel where Jesse James stayed
1: Ooh,
2: which is in eagle's nest
0: and then what you do is you go to taos which is mm-hmm. an amazing place love taos julia roberts lives oh, in taos okay. but she was out when we were stalking her right. <laughs> that's unfortunate it's
3: julia in. <laughs> yeah. knock, knock. In? she's having a tea <laughs> i
0: think donald Rumsfeld also lives near there. And then you can go down to Los Alamos and Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. Um, You can Mm -hmm. actually go to the Bradbury Museum in Los Alamos, but it's the most depressing, miserable place you can go. So I wouldn't. I'm
3: going to ignore all of that. I know why. It's because someone else is organising your route, as in your wife. No, no. (laughs) This time I have organised it.
1: Don't ask oh. me what the route is. I can't remember, but I do know. <laughs> I do know I organised it. Um, so yeah, no, no. I, I just you know, it's people. People always offer unsolicited advice, and it just gets on your tits, oh, doesn't it? Thank you like very much. Did.
3: did I ask? Well, I like your honesty, Paul. I, I love your honesty. Did, yeah. Most people go, oh yes, I'll say, I'll make sure yeah, we oh, do that. Yeah, Lying yeah, through yeah, their teeth, <laughs> never do it. So
1: I've have reached the point where I'm just no, no. I'm not going to take any notes of you. Anyway, Andy, Andy, <laughs> you're going somewhere far more exciting than me because you're going to Costa Rica, yes. aren't you? Which my parents rave about endlessly. So, yeah, by all means, us about that because I want to hear about Costa Rica again from somewhere different. Carry on.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know whether I want to now. <laughs> OK. <laughs> well, it was a lovely segue. I do appreciate your podcasting professionalism now, what, here. Paul. We haven't seen that what, for a long what, time.
1: What I'm, what I'm getting at, is that apparently Costa Rica is amazing? Mm. My my parents absolutely love it, and they're going back next year. So mm. so yeah, they, so uh, good for you. Well, I it's think is been, how I should have worded it.
0: It's it's been a bit of a shit period. I don't want to talk too much yes. about it, but it's been a bit shit, and all of us really don't want to be here at Christmas. Um, mm. So. Alex knows Costa Rica really well because he's been there a few times before because that's That's where he did his, um, like, his studies and his research for his PhD. So he went all down to the Osa Peninsula and knows the area really well. Um, (laughs) This is years ago now, but he used to go out there and... Really remote places that didn't have a lot of cell signal and stuff like that. So he would send us a text message going, I've just backed my car into a storm drain. And then you wouldn't hear anything from him for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd, You'd get texts in the middle of the night and the next one would be like, I think I've just seen Costa Rica's most deadly snake. <laughs> and then you wouldn't hear anything for like another three days. Anyway, so he knows As it. last
2: lines go, that's a pretty good one.
1: It is, isn't it? That is a pretty good one.
0: <laughs> so yeah. what we're going to do is we've got 10 days, I think, booked in Costa Rica, and we oh, are so going nice. to go and spend Christmas, so four nights, mm-hmm. on a beach, in a, like, wooden and canvas shack in the middle of bloody nowhere, a place called Pirate's Cove. <laughs> and... Oh, this is the other thing. When Alex was in this area last time, um, he went into this bar and there's a guy there and he's wearing this kind of what looked like a shark's tooth necklace. And Alex said to him, you know, oh, where did you get that? And he went, oh, I bought it from this guy. And he comes down the coast in a boat from Colombia, and, you know, he sells all this stuff. (laughs) And we're like, Alex, it's not just necklaces that he sells, mate. He's coming from <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> it's coffee as well. Yeah. So we're going to go I, there.
1: I think this is a brilliant idea. I think this is absolutely brilliant. Running away at Christmas is always a great plan. I'm mm. a huge fan.
0: Well, what we don't want is we don't want to go somewhere where Christmas really kind of means something. We don't want to sit there looking at each mm. other going, huh, you know, we're on our own at Christmas. We want to go somewhere where we can ignore that Christmas is happening We're not going to do any presents or anything like that. We are literally going to, like, you know, spend Christmas Day snorkelling or going out on a boat Mm -hmm. or this place that we're staying has kayaks that you can borrow, so we can just go and get out of the way. Mm. Yeah.
1: We did exactly that when we went to the Maldives. We went to the Maldives over Christmas. And it's great because it's a Muslim country, so there was, like, nothing. No Christmases. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I enjoy Christmas, but... It was like we'd, we'd had year on year of, like, doing the same thing every Christmas. And, mm. and we'd had a few shit experiences a bit like you. And it was like, no, nope, I just want to ignore it this year. And it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I have done the other way where we went to America for one Christmas, which obviously is very Christmassy, and that was re- just really weird and horrible, and I didn't enjoy it. But actually, to go somewhere where that, you know it,
3: you can ignore it entirely—that's really good. Mm, I have lots of Christmas rules. Oh, do you? Go on then. Uh, Let's hear your Christmas <laughs> rules, Marcus. I like the sound well, of this. Lo- lots of Christmas. Some Christmas rules. Okay. Uh, the main one is I don't go to anyone else's house for longer than a day. Yes, that's good one. And unless I absolutely have to. I don't go anywhere on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it's like the opposite of what you're saying. I want to be here. I'll happily cook for you. If you come here, I will cook for you. And, okay, what and, time do you uh, want me? Entertain you.
0: And
3: <laughs> I would love to spend Christmas with you. I imagine you're a particularly lovely Christmas companion. Oh, I can, John. I feel Especially when he really gets a bit sherry in him. <laughs> oh, yes, <Sherry>. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, my sister and <laughs> well, my sisters and my mother are now all living in a big house down near Devizes in Wiltshire. Um, and she's persuaded me to go out, go out for a day Ooh. but i but i'm going to be roped into doing cooking which is fine i don't mind yeah. i enjoy doing that so but yeah i don't i don't i basically i don't want to go anywhere i can remember quite young um you might you know look forward to have this time off and you would see friends and party and that kind of thing but basically christmas meant going to see auntie so and so and uncle then and yeah. grandad and you'd spend basically 8 days visiting people that you some of which you didn't really like yeah. very much mm-hmm. uh, and it was like I'm not doing this anymore. So foot went down. Damn, no more, I said uh, years ago. And uh, now I really do enjoy it because it's under my my rules. Yeah, mm. so no, totally not, get that. So, not so much this year, but you're still going to get the chance to cook.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is that kind of a social yeah. thing as well? Or do you like? Do you prefer sort of like hanging back and doing that sort of preparation, preparation sort of bit rather than the, the mingling?
3: I know I like all of it. Uh, I, I, I love Christmas mm. basically uh, I love all, all aspects of it in fact to to the point that I'm looking at Christmas cake recipes to get uh, all my stuff in to make a Christmas oh, cake oh yeah to get weekend. started yeah it's it's, it's October is Christmas cake get time, feeding so, it yeah mm. you just start so- soaking those plums indeed <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Christmas but I don't like all the effort that has to go with it I'm just too inherently lazy you know, you have to you have to put up direct decorations, and then you have to take them down five minutes later. And it's like oh, I can't be asked for that. That's... Well, I put
3: them up now, and then you can enjoy them longer. It seems most people these days are just leaving them just up. leave them up, apparently. Yeah. Some people have in, and I have not seen that round here. But I can't. I think it was on the on, on your Slack channel. I was there, Paul. Somebody mentioned that they've, they've got people have got their Christmas lights on now. Yeah, that's and it's October the seventh. No. We are having this conversation. No. Yeah. Uh, and it's just wrong, wrong. Yeah, I know It depends. Because I, oh, I was saying... No- if it's
2: just nice, twi- twinkly lights, yeah, that's good. But if it's the reindeers no, no. and the Santas... This is the full-on yeah. oh, reindeers. No, 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 no because
3: I, another Christmas rule I have is... Um, November the first is mince pie day. You're not allowed to have one beforehand, but you can eat as many as you like from November the first onwards until you don't want to eat them (laughs) anymore. That's a month, Uh,
1: more than a month and uh, a half of unlimited mince pies. mm -hmm. Mm That's dreadful. How good
3: good is that? You can't have them. You can't have them. But then somebody then piped up and said, "You wouldn't believe it, but there's people with their Christmas lights on round our way already." Which is wrong. Yeah. See,
2: I would swap the mince pies for Stalin. And then I'd be fine. I love love all of them. Yeah. Brilliant. Never been a mid (laughs) fan.
1: Can I say, I don't think that, although I know Marcus loves Christmas, I'm not convinced that Christmas with Marcus sounds that much fun. (laughs) There seems to be a lot of rules involved in this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay.
0: Stop talking, Paul. (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Andy, are you going to be taking a turkey in the luggage, or are you going to get one there?
0: No, I don't think we're going to do anything. I think that we'll eat Good. whatever is provided. It's a all-inclusive thing um, because there's no shops no or anything around. You know, there's no little town. Does it include there. sprouts? I, I think includes know. sprouts. <laughs> I do not know. But uh, are you
1: are you going to hire a car and go exploring? Oh no, or we is have it to just
0: like we have to hire a car. You know, stay there. Yeah, no, we have oh, to. Right, hire All right, cool. So we're going to fly into San Jose and then we're going to drive to a couple of places, go to Pirate's Cove. And then after Christmas, we're going to go and do a bunch of other days going all the way down to the bottom of the peninsula um, and staying in. I think it's a place called Alaquera. So, yeah, everything's booked. Flights are booked, um, which is really expensive at the moment because (laughs) obviously there are pebbles on the banks of the amazon river which are used as currency by tribes there that have never seen a white man that are now worth more than the pound not that exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) as somebody as somebody that that is spending half of my life in america right now i'm not overly pleased with the current exchange Mm. rate
3: However, Paul, you must be being paid in dollars by your American clients, which is marvellous. No, I'm not. Oh, no. No,
1: I always I've always charged in sterling. Same. um, Which I'm massively Mm. regretting at the moment. Mm. So, yes, I bet you are. What I want to eventually do is I want to eventually open a U.S. bank account and so that I'm paid in U.S. dollars. And then I can spend directly from U.S. dollars, but I haven't managed to get round to it yet. So. Yeah, there's
3: a really easy way of doing it. I can't remember what they're called. Um, leave that one with me. Well, well I've got, I can really... do
1: it with my, because uh, I'm going to have to have two. I'm going to have to have a business U.S. dollar account and a personal U.S. dollar account. And the mm. business one's really easy, but I haven't worked out how to do the personal one yet. So,
0: Well, okay. I had this conversation with the financial controller at Nozomi literally last week okay. to say, well, hang on a minute. You know, I'm, I'm paid a certain amount and then that gets turned into pounds and the pounds is what I get. Yeah. But actually in real terms, the, what, the value of what I receive has gone down. Yeah. So mm. can I be paid in euro, please? And they went, absolutely. Brilliant. So that means mm. me setting up... Um, an EU-based bank account somewhere, and then being paid in euros. And obviously, there'll be a a fee, you know, every time you want to pull money back down into into pounds. Yeah. But hopefully, it will work out better because I don't see the pound getting any. We, oh God, we're getting into well politics territory now. But you know, okay. It's,
2: but isn't there a, isn't there a possibility that things are going so badly at the moment that let's say that there's a you know, a coup, a change of government, um, someone competent gets into power. Um, How likely
1: is that? You know, I, well, I'm struggling to think of anybody that, that fits that I'm,
2: role. I, I don't know. That
3: is competent. I'm, yes. I,
2: maybe just my kind of like wishful thinking. But it seems to be going so badly that, you, that even conservatives are pissed off.
1: Oh, yeah. So oh, that, yeah. That that's
2: not going to end well.
1: Oh, well, you're talking about Labour getting in, but there needs to be a general election for that. And you know, are we allowed those anymore? I thought they'd been banned.
3: I thought mm. basically ah, you ah, just ah.
1: replace one Conservative <laughs> Prime Minister with another. Oh,
3: yeah, they it's, just get shot. Well, and put Well, we, we did when t- Tony Blair was Prime Minister, didn't we? That, that's what happened. He he was a conservative prime minister.
1: Yeah, we've had conservative prime ministers for years.
3: All my life, yeah. pretty much. Oh, this is getting Callahan too Callaghan was the last <laughs> two political <laughs> we're, we're really getting
0: to
3: <laughs> We
0: did say we weren't going anyway, to talk about politics. Countryfile.
2: <laughs> yeah, <did>. sorry. <laughs> yes, we did. quite. But just like every other care home conversation it always gets onto whether politics.
1: it's, a, it's, a, is, it's not it's not so much the politics Yeah, it's not so much the politics, it's the fact that, you know, life was so much better when we were young. Is is you
3: know in- the the pound was <laughs> so much stronger, yeah. yeah. What you mean, as in pre-Brexit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. See, I
1: no, I'm thinking you know those glorious days when those glorious days when Thatcher you know was in power so much better. Oh, you see, I
0: grew glorious. up in the 80s and I I lived in a steel working town when Thatcher decided she didn't want steel working anymore, so everybody was out of work. Um, yeah. So I have. Mm. Always, always been a Labour supporter for obvious reasons. But now I'm thinking, I really miss Norman Tebbit. (laughs) Cool, wouldn't it be great if we had somebody like Michael Heseltine? Do you think anyone's ever said that before? (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Tebbit. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Oh, no, she doesn't want anymore more I actually, and I thought Heseltine was all right. Yeah, he was. Tebbit was a monster. Um, uh, Heseltine seemed to be a decent chap. He, he was very you know, posh schoolboy uh, background, and saw the world from through those eyes. But if you look back at we, the likes of him compared to what mm. we've got now, he seemed like a centrist. He used to be MP for Whitney.
1: Did he really? Yeah. There yeah. you go. And
2: then then we had Sean Woodward, who who um, defected to Labour after he got in, which people got very cross about. And then it was David Cameron. So.
3: Oh,
1: you've had it. Okay. We we just have like the same backbencher for the last, you know, 50 years same. that yeah. just, yeah. just <laughs> votes for whatever he's told as long as
0: he yeah. gets paid. Well, that's what we've got month.
1: now. That's right. definitely okay. what we've
2: got. Let now. me throw
0: you sure. a curveball topic because, you know, Paul, in America, okay. they tend to elect mm-hmm. celebrities. You know, you've got yeah. Schwarzenegger, Clint Eastwood was yeah. a politician. We don't talk about the, the great big orange heffalump. No. no. Um, but if you could elect a celebrity Ooh. to Parliament Ooh. to be Prime Minister, let's say, who would you choose, John Hicks? Hugh Grant.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had this conversation recently on, the, on our Slack chat. Uh, was it on Twitter? Was it on Twitter or Slack? One or the other. And everybody said Hugh Grant, obviously, well, because...
2: people obviously think of Love he, Actually. He was brilliant, wasn't he? But yeah. if, you, if you follow him on Twitter, you just think, yeah, he's got the right attitude to everything. Oh, is
1: he? Oh, is he really?
2: He, has actually, he actually would genuinely be very good, I
3: think. Okay. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people would say Stephen Fry, but I think Stephen's probably a little bit too nice. Yes, yes, <laughs> he, he would be, wouldn't he? he? He would, he would be. Oh, I've got a really hard decision to make. I can't do it.
2: Whereas he's Hugh Grant's like, reckon, got both sides. I reckon Hugh
3: Grant is going. No, he's got, fuck he's him, got the, it, the modern day
2: cad Hugh, and he's got yes. the sort of the lovable, charming,
1: sort of you know, mm. bumbling genius. What, what about Martin Lewis for Chancellor? Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah we we'll would do him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah, go with that. yeah. That's that sorted. That was unanimous. Yeah. Okay. What about Justice Secretary? We ought to go through the whole cabinet. We could go on for hours like this. Home Secretary. Home. Who's going to be in charge of immigration? Uh, Judge Rinder. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> the Justice Secretary. That would
0: I was going to say Jimmy Cranky, but then they've already got <laughs> her in First Minister of Scotland.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Anyway, you don't care, Andy, Andy. because you just want Wales to go off and and slowly decompose by itself somewhere, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: was very pleased that Mark Drakeford got a name check in um, Distrust's uh, speech the other day. Yes, part of the anti-growth coalition. That was a a brilliant, vague
1: coalition that she just made up on the spot. It It was was brilliant, wasn't it?
2: She could just call them traitors, couldn't she? You know, uh, it means the same same thing to her. Or, like, was it Theresa May had saboteurs? Yeah. That she's going to crush
0: the saboteurs. The, Uh, The word that, the thing that she said, which made me just roll on the floor laughing, or would have done if it hadn't been so stupid, was she actually used the phrase Brexit deniers yes yeah i loved it as if yeah. brexit like hadn't it, happened yeah. there are people out like there the you know that, yeah. that say that we used to be part of the european <laughs> union but i don't believe that's the case
2: <laughs> oh did you hear that? did you hear when she said that she she grew up in the 80s where there was uh poverty and you know bins weren't being collected and all this sort of thing and we need to get back to thatcherism and you think. Thatcher was prime minister for all the <laughs> when the bins were <laughs> being collated. <laughs> so, yeah. You know,
1: that's actually yours. Hey, thing. I tell you what, it, it was an <laughs> interesting um, example of human psychology, mine, wasn't it? And how something could horribly backfire. Because those Greenpeace people that interrupted mm. her speech, right? You know, they got completely the opposite reaction of what they wanted to do. She was bombing in that speech until they interrupted. Yeah. If they just stayed quiet, it would have been far more damaging to her than them speaking up <laughs> and interrupting. Yeah. They basically saved her speech for her, which yeah. must be demoralising.
2: But kudos to them for ringing two flags. Because they yeah. took the first one away and said, oh, okay, and God, they had, had one other yeah.
0: one. <laughs> that was genius. Yeah. They did
1: deserve a prize that was, for that. Mwah. Yeah. Loved yeah. it.
0: We've taken so a go. very serious digression, but I think it's okay. Okay.
1: Now well, I've, got, I've got a political conversation, right? Ooh. Right, there's four ooh. of us. Mm. Right at the beginning, Andy introduced us with various positions of jobs. What job would you like in the cabinet? If you had to have a job in the cabinet, which one would you go for?
3: Oh. Gosh. i think um probably foreign oh damn that was the you, one i was going for.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> then you then you get to go away a lot you're you very senior but
1: you don't like traveling
3: no but you can imagine the level of luxury oh, that yeah. the foreign uh, secretary uh, oh, gets okay. gets gets to enjoy it's not life. just your standard so, uh, pleb travel is it no no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> first right. class everywhere okay best hotels right. Yeah, that's it. I'll be Francis. Damn, a, be damn. <laughs> I, that
1: was, I so wanted that one. Because there were not many others that actually appeal. It all seems like too hard work, in my opinion. Paul, you
3: would have to be Prime Minister. Would I? Why? Uh, because we all look up to you. Oh, uh, okay, yes. You say the most sensible yeah. things. The most vocal. Um, <laughs>
0: I mean, you, you, yeah, that's the one. You're the most, you're the most
2: you know confident on stage I would say and it's it's a very hairline between you and Malarkey but well, no, but the way
0: Paul that... has had less scandals he's got less skeletons <laughs> in his closet well isn't that don't you need no, more scandals it's fine. Hang on a minute. That, no, that, that probably
3: means that you're yeah. you're more qualified <laughs> no what happens it's very simple
1: Andy becomes Prime Minister he says something controversial course, gets right. fired yes. and I step in there we go so that's fine what about you John well, I it's was thinking be foreign Def- secretary. It's got
3: to be Defra or something. Well, like I was that. thinking
1: foreign secretary, so I
3: could bring
2: people from Rwanda.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, good idea. Go the
2: other you way yeah, we'll around. <laughs> you could be in charge I of cheese, though, John. Sorry,
3: you could be in charge of cheese. Defra would be a good <laughs> job
2: for that. I guess it's something to do with arts, the kind of the arts and culture. Because yeah. I don't know who it is now, but Nadine Doris was, you know, just <gasps> God, a shocking, shocking. But as long as you didn't have to do
3: sports, that'd be fine. They'd just do. <laughs> If I could just do the arty stuff and not the sporty stuff. What's the best piece of tech that you have bought this year, Paul Boag? Well, I buy so much; it's very hard
1: to keep up. The best. What's the best? Piece I love this of tech. this sudden swerve.
0: Mm. Sorry, sudden it's swerve amazing, isn't it? It's almost like it's politics, two
2: podcasts. It's it's Mm. always like we've gone back to a proper podcast. It's like you know. I think What's
1: what's happened there is is Marcus has seen an editing opportunity where he can cut out everything we've talked about (laughs) so far, but we just need to keep mentioning the fact that we've previously talked about politics,
3: and then he can't cut any of that out, (laughs) which is great. Oh, Paul, I can.
1: can. (laughs) Um, Best piece of technology that I've bought in the last year.
2: Well, you replaced your headphones for a start.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, but that was, mm. that was more because I, I crushed them in the slide out of the RV. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that was replacing something I already had.
3: The- How about a non-Apple product as well? That, make, that makes it more difficult for you, I'm sure. Yeah. I haven't bought a huge amount recently. I've, I'm going past my... one of
1: these. Yeah, yeah, I got one of those as well, obviously. You know Oh that, for God's that, sake.
2: That doesn't <laughs> count. Oh it's just nothing. It was just a little phone. Yes.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I honestly have got nothing. All right. Has anyone got any any cool bits of tech they really like?
0: I bought on, some Andy. AirPods Pro Two. Um, it's got your face on it And yes, it's got it he says, your face. showing it to the microphone, uh, to the camera Is that you? That is me You can get no, yeah. the is little it? case not you, is
3: it? No. engraved with your
0: emoji now um, That's the 12-year-old you, isn't it? It is <laughs> the 12-year-old you But I was on a plane going to Switzerland um, And I had my old AirPods and I was trying to watch a film And it just didn't work I just couldn't hear it, so I decided I needed noise cancelling. So I have my AirPods mm. Pro, and they're very nice. But apart from that, I've, like Paul, I've uh, not really bought much this year. Sad state of
1: affairs, isn't it? Mm. Just me, then. What have you bought, then, John? I bet you've bought, let me guess.
2: Yeah, go on. Because I haven't actually said it out loud, so I, it should be, uh, you know, uh, I It's got to be,
1: uh, oh, it's going to be some form of tablet that you can draw on. Like a um, a Wacom tablet, something like that, oh, but the good. fancy new version. Am I oh, right? Oh, you're
2: good, yeah. You've just got it and just pass on. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I've been waiting for Apple to do one for years. Mm. And I'm kind of giving up. And yeah. Wacom have always had these Cintiqs, but they've always been either 32 inches or 24 and, and massive beasts. Um, and the quality is, you know, and the expense has been bad, so... But they just released one last week, which is 27-inch, perfect size. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's 4K, so it's actually got 1K less than my current monitor. But I can pick it up, pull it down, draw on it. Uh, nice. It hasn't, hasn't come yet, so I'm still waiting. It's in, it's in a depot somewhere in Essex at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the most I've ever spent on any piece of technology. Wow. Well, I suppose you know if you do if you don't include a car or a house, yeah, yeah. There's any kind of technology. So it's the it's. How
1: much
0: was it?
2: I'm not telling you,
1: but you can wow! It, it's that much. Uh, I'm going to Google it's, it. Uh, <laughs> it, it. I mean, it is it's
2: shockingly expensive. I mean, it's not as much as an Apple XDR, you know, the, the big reference monitor thing. Um, but you can go and have a look online. It's the Wacom Twenty Seven Cintiq Pro. Um,
1: they cost two thousand. 934 pounds and 58 pence mm-hmm. and do you is that know about what? right does that sound right
2: yep and do you know yeah. what what doesn't include a stand <laughs> 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 so before wacom have always had little feet that pop out so you can at yeah, least yeah. like put it down like a drawing board yeah Not this time because apple you know yeah, apple so, have mm-hmm. done so well with saying uh, Oh, and of course you'll need a stand for another thousand um, pounds. Yeah, the stand is four
1: hundred and fifty-one pounds.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's outrageous. And you bought the is, stand. But- you bought the stand as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because can, the, other, the other option is a vase mount or an arm, but I don't want one of those. I just want the stand mm. to put it like this, like upright or down. Um, mm. But. It's got 30 days, so I'm going to give it a test because there's nowhere to try it. You can't say yeah, it's, yeah. A lot, it's a lot of money, but if I go and try it out, I can see whether I want it or not, whether it's good enough.
1: Um, I think, so. I think it's, uh, that, that's a perfectly justifiable amount, in my opinion, for something that ultimately you make money from.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah, how I absolutely. justified it to myself. Yeah, yeah I thought you were <laughs> going to say
3: about 10 grand or something. Yeah,
2: well, I don't yeah. think that's too bad. It's still... That is still the most I've ever spent, though, in one in one hit. So... Yeah, yeah, um, So we will see. Hmm. I'll see if it's good, but hopefully that will come next week. I think my laptop goes Yay. more. Than oh that. Very okay. excited.
0: This laptop that I'm looking no, at... Well, that's just right it. Now. You see, I
2: don't buy, I don't buy big, top-of-the-range... I always buy, like, MacBook Airs. Because mm. I don't do 3D, I don't do video. Mm. Um, all my stuff is basically vector or code. So... An M1 MacBook Air is brilliant. It's fast
1: enough mm. for me. So, well, to be honest, I've got an M1 MacBook Air, and I do do video. I don't do, you know, mm. production commercial video, but you know, it's ample fast enough to be able mm. to render 4K video out. Yeah. So-
2: I'd, and I just, I'd, I mean, it comes down to also that kind of lightness and portability. I like mm. shape. I like the mm. fact that it's angled. They don't make them wedge shape anymore, which is a shame. But mm. it's just so nice to type on. I love them. I've always liked MacBook Airs. Yeah. So, yeah, you can buy, you can spend more on a MacBook Pro than that screen, for sure. But I mm. never have.
1: No. I, I, so. I would quite like the new. MacBook Air. I quite like that that mm. aesthetic, and I like the MagSafe, and I like the color, mm. and it reminds me of the very first MacBook I got, which was the the kind of black plastic oh, yes. one back in the mm. day. And I the, always, oh, I I, remember. I loved that yeah. thing so much. That really I showed I fingerprints, ju- did. didn't it?
3: You really did. Paul. I really <laughs> I did. Yeah, one. I really yeah. loved you used it. Used to cuddle it. I did. Yeah, like, walk around mm. like this. Mm.
0: But I saw the blue one, what do they call it, Midnight or something.
1: Midnight blue. I saw Mm. that
0: in the Apple store, and bugger me, it's a fingerprint magnet. Have you got, you've got one here, Mm. haven't you? Is that what you've got right now? No, I haven't. I I thought you were reaching for it.
1: I am reaching for something, but I'm reaching for something else. But carry on, and I'll show you what I'm reaching for in a minute.
0: And that was my thing Mm. with the old black, wasn't a MacBook, was it? No, it might have been a MacBook, not a... Whatever the previous thing was, mm. powerbook. That, that was very f- powerbook. That was very fingerprinty. Mm.
1: What in- I'm reaching for and I can't find, unfortunately, is is I, I. You know, I had the midnight blue previous iPhone, and I've I, mm. you know I've got the latest one because I have deep psychological issues, um, <laughs> and and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to get. I use this on the back of it, the Apple um, uh, wallet thing oh, I'm going to have to get a new wallet to match because the new one is a black rather than the old one was a midnight blue and it won't match and that'll offend me from the design <laughs> point of view. I got them, right? I swear to you, you can't tell the difference. They are so <laughs> close in colour between this and the other one. I spent 50 quid for nothing. Uh, Absolute waste of money. But
2: yeah, I love, I love when I tried yours out, it had a message that came up on my screen. What did it say? That this is mm. Paul, this is Paul Boag's wallet or something like that. Um, yes, and this is not your wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it down now. Yes, stop,
3: stop, beep stop beep
1: touching beep my beep wallet. Beep. Put it away. You can't afford it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've just had a thought. I've just had a remembering. The actually no, the best piece of tech that I've oh. bought this year. Oh yeah, is a packet of Air Tags. Oh, because we were driving down to france right the way down through the through the middle of france and we got mm. to a toll booth and i did that thing that <gasps> men do which is to tap your pockets thinking where's my wallet and it wasn't where i thought it was and it mm. turns out that i'd left my wallet at a motorway services an hour and a half back and you've Ooh. got you went back and got it did you Exactly. So I had my phone and I chucked my phone in the back of the car and Alex, you know, looked up, find my, and he said, nope, there's your wallet. It's there at the services. So we literally turned around, drove an hour and a bit back, walked into the services. And in my best French, I said, you know, I left my wallet here. And the lady said, oh, we've been expecting you because it's got an air tag in it. Brilliant! That is cool.
3: Very cool. We've we've been rifling
2: through it to see if we can actually steal it without being found out. But uh, sadly, (laughs) there was an air tag in it.
0: (laughs) But no,
1: I had exactly. I had the same thing with lost luggage that I had. um, I was flying into Minneapolis or so. I can't even remember where I was flying, Um, and I had a a change, and they lost my luggage in 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 between the change. And the air tag, you know, I knew exactly where it was, and I, you know, I could. Um, say to them, look, it is still here. This is where it is,
3: you know, all the rest of it. And I got back loads quicker as a result. So uh, I'm, I'm an air tag uh, ignoramus. How does this work then? It's magic. Just things you Everything's magic, Paul. <laughs> all of this technology yeah. stuff. It is. But they're basically little little things that you put in things of the, value. The way, yes. the way
1: that it works and, and the reason that it works so well is because everybody has iPhones, right? Yeah. So, so it's not like it's, you know, sending your GPS coordinates to a satellite or anything like that. All it's doing is it connects to any nearby iPhones via Bluetooth, and then the iPhone will rela- relay that message to you to say where your item is. So, for example, I've got an AirTag in our RV. <laughs> Because, you know, when you're leaving a vehicle for, you know, three months in a field somewhere, which is where it is yeah, at yeah. the moment, you get a little bit nervous. But every now and again, someone drives past there or, you know, there's a workman working on the site next door. And so the iPhone picks it up and goes, yes, it's OK. Your RV is still where you left it, <laughs> you know. And and that's remarkably reassuring, you know, to be able to do that. Cool. But I say, it's okay. not that
2: you thought you would lose it.
1: You, you no, know, not in that case. You don't, you know, but someone yeah. could whip it. The the grass you know. isn't that yeah. high, basically. No. Yeah. No, I'd be able to find my way back to the RV, probably.
2: Mm.
0: I've got one in my rucksack, my wallet, and mm-hmm. on my car keys. Yeah, Yeah. same.
2: Car keys is a good one. I like that. That is a really yeah, good one. Yeah, it is. Hmm.
3: Okay, I will have to investigate. Yeah, yes, I've... and
0: also, if you, like, if I go out now and I don't take my wallet or my backpack with me in about five minutes my iphone would give me a notification to say your backpack's not with you yeah mm. which is really useful so if you have left something behind and the thing was was that i had my phone on silent it was tucked away somewhere in the car so i didn't see the notification saying hey you've left your wallet behind but if i had it done i could have turned around you know five minutes later mm-hmm mm.
1: Oh, that's very that's good. Very cool. Yeah, I might have to get yeah. some. I also discovered a new one, uh John that will appeal to you. You know your <laughs> NF your NFC game that you play where you can you turn album art into oh, yeah. and you mm. have NFCs. Well, with an AirTag as well as having the normal functionality, it's also an NFC chip in it. So effectively what you can do is you could set up things like um you know you you tap your phone on your air tag that's in your keys and it brings up your grocery list or you know whatever you want it to do so you can also associate actions using the shortcuts menu in in um in the iphone oh, nice. Nice. i never knew that that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's a
2: quite an expensive way though compared to an nsc oh, sticker, yeah. which is like yeah 20 20p a sticker you know
1: yeah <laughs> i like i i've got one on my phone so so i i often use the pomodoro technique when i work because because i've got the attention span as i said of a small child so now mm-hmm. all i do is i tap i've got an nsc sticker underneath the mat, mouse mat that i've got and i just tap my phone against it and it starts a 30 minute Timer, Yeah, you know, little things yeah. like that. I love stuff. Mm. Like that. It's great. Got little
3: seamless actions. Mm. It's great, yeah. Mm. You could just move your eyes to the clock in the corner and see what the time is. Yeah, but, then but you'd, have to, you, you'd
1: have to do math. You'd have to work out the <laughs> time it was started
3: and what 30 minutes later is. I mean, ma- yeah, yeah. Math. Oh, that
1: really that's hard. mad.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. And yeah. you'd also, yeah, if, you're zone, <laughs> if you're in the zone, if you win that work zone, where you know, time is not a concept you're familiar with, you know
1: you can, like, you can easily get lost yeah i've never been in that zone i don't people there are certain things that the rest of the world talk about that i don't understand one of them is being in the zone and the other one is getting endorphins from exercise two things
0: that i've never experienced <laughs> <laughs> we miss marcus have you bought any fancy new musical kit i have actually
3: okay um yeah. uh right i I just took a picture of my screen that i'm going to show a picture of you so you can see what i'm talking about right it's It's a mixing desk Ooh. All right. Ooh. you see that yeah. so imagine imagine a mixing desk, mm-hmm. dear listener, but yeah. this one basically connects to um a digital audio workstation, a door as they're called uh, I use apple's logic uh logic pro. Some people use Cubase, blah 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 blah, and that's basically it's it's a, an on-screen version of a, a mixing desk. This, so if I grab my mouse and I move a fader up and down on the screen, it goes up <gasps> and down on the corresponding channel on the desk. Oh my god! Yes,
1: that's impossible. And how does it do the, that?
3: And the other way round, Paul. So, to, so, so, so it's if there... I do that on. Yeah, so right.
1: there's some kind of poltergeist that sits by the <laughs> the desk and watches what you Paul, do, and then moves the buttons. Oh, hang
3: on me. a minute! There's a lov- there's a lovely uh, segue we could use here, but <laughs> um, no, it's just ghosts, Paul.
1: Ah, that's amazing.
2: Ah. <laughs> How do you employ anyway. ghosts? Is that
3: quite hard?
1: Oh wait, no, it's <laughs> you. They, you get one when you buy the board you get oh just the one
3: a, there's a, buy a ball. no no no, no. there's a, a ghost, ghost in every channel oh yes. is it alright okay it's like <laughs> but anyway little, it, it's, it's, like, just, it's
1: like Terry Pratchett in cameras there's a little imp inside the camera <laughs> it. you have a yeah, ghost yeah. Inside, yeah
2: yeah so I was imagining a, a, a guy in a brown yeah. coat and a flat cap
3: you know like a little care, <laughs> care, caretaker <laughs> type care-taker. figure yeah. with a big yeah. broom handle going oh I better just push it up a anyway, bit there we go when you first go if I am first go in the studio and um I I fire up logic pro mm-hmm. and i go to a previous song mm-hmm. it goes it's they're all down the bottom right and they go up Ooh. to like, to where it where you left it um i'd <laughs> say so it just remembers all it it's it's almost juvenile how bloody wonderful it is all it is is motorized faders yeah and they've had those since the 80s 70s I, even, but there's something yeah. but so
1: satisfying <gasps> about doing something virtually and it causes is, yeah. a physical action to happen. There's yeah, something or, about Or that. the other way around. Yeah, yeah. And
3: you can you can do do that on the on the on the mixing desk and watch it go up and down on the screen. Yeah. It's just bloody. That's a li-
1: that way round's not as exciting because we're used to like pressing a key on yeah. our keyboard and it causes a letter to appear. But the other way
3: round, I mean that's that mm. is witchcraft. Mm. It is witchcraft. And that only cost of, I think about 400 quid compared to John's huge. Oh, okay, alright. I know. <laughs> 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 it's bad enough as it is. <laughs>
0: You lot were all very dismissive when I said that I had a ghost in my house. And now you're all impressed with Marcus's yeah, but this is hostiguitary. But this is real, right? <laughs> you know, I could go to Marcus's
1: place and see those sliders moving up and down. If I come to your house, I'm not going to see any evidence of a ghost whatsoever, am I?
0: Not every
3: day. Yes. It's there, yeah. <laughs> if it's not... Not every day that Paul would be yeah,
1: there. If it's well, not repeatable, it's if it's, it's not repeatable, toast. it's not scientifically accurate. Right, well, here's
0: the thing. It is repeatable. Okay. Because, oh, re- here's right, the thing. Of right. Every day, mm-hmm. I put clothes that I've worn mm-hmm. in the washing basket. Yeah. And then... A week later, (laughs) I'll find them in my drawer (laughs) or in the wardrobe. It's amazing. No, no, no. Or, over (laughs) an evening, I'll go and put my dinner plates Mm -hmm. in the dishwasher. Yeah. And then the following Mm -hmm. day, I'll go and find them in the cupboard. Mm -hmm. So, there's something obviously very... Very, very spooky that's, going on in our that's house. That's
2: funny, because that means we might have a ghost. Yeah, I think we might I well. think we've got a ghost that always leaves cardboard tubes from the inside of the loo rolls. Like, in every bathroom we go to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, especially, especially the one the kids
2: use. Mm. And they, 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 Maybe they're sending messages, because you get these, like, mm-hmm. towers built up. You haven't been <laughs> in for a week or two, and they've got these little towers of all these cardboard mm. tubes hmm mm. that could be ghosts that's interesting yeah
3: see i think this is a story that andy's come up with since we were taking the piss the other yeah, day yeah he really and he does yeah. actually think there is a yeah. ghost in his in his house really 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 like no there the is
0: really 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 a C? Ghost in our house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i have seen him so once. actually physically <laughs> seen him were you yes. a inebriated B was at night time and dark. Yes, yes, Yes. yeah. (laughs) There we go. Why do you never see? You never see ghosts at midday, do you? You were probably sleepy. (laughs) It was probably dark, and you were probably inebriated.
0: I have a photo of the front of our house way back in '98, I think it was. Right, and I know that there was nobody in the house because I was the only one there, and I took a photo. Of the front of the house Mm -hmm. and on that photo you can see the shape of a figure in the in the front room window cool and then Uh, all right there was another instance where sue and i were talking in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and literally the hairs on the back of her neck stood up and she had to like move back to let something go through and there's been various little things like that was it wind That
1: was exactly what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Something, Something
2: goes going, through. going through. Oh, come mm. on. You could not, you know. Yeah. And the first
1: instance was obviously like Home Alone, that you'd set up these movable cardboard figures that go behind the window <laughs> yeah. backwards of forwards. So, yeah.
3: Or, or it he could just be a shadow, you know, uh, yeah. of a reflection of a person. So of have you. you got the, clearly, have you got the photo? <laughs>
0: There's probably a light um, behind I it. I have. I have, but not with the show, but I'd love to put it in the show notes. Yeah.
1: Mm. I love yeah. that
2: kind of thing. Yeah. We'll
0: but yeah, no, this pants. house is like three hundred plus years old, so there's bound to be bound to be ghosts. Ener- there's bound to be spirits or energy or mm. something knocking about energy. Energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just
2: vague energy. yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah it's I, called well, electricity. Years
3: and years and years ago I was recording uh so I would have been 20 something maybe maybe just 20 uh, recording at um, uh, a, a studio posh studio out in the country it was down in Surrey somewhere uh, and it was an old barn as these places are and we're quite late into the night uh, and it was just me working putting down guitar bits with the producer and the engineer in a control room that was upstairs and if you wanted to pee you had to go out of the control room down the stairs into the main area which is where you did recording underneath Um, and through a sort of like sitting room area that had sofas in it to the toilet at the back so really into what i was doing went downstairs i thought i was running because i was in the middle of what i was doing went went through ran ran right through the middle underneath the uh, underneath the control room through the sort of little living room area had a pee came out and there's a sofa right in front of me and of course there, there was talk of well, there's definitely ghosts in this old building and Mm. there was one in the house, blah, 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 blah. And I was just, my my mind's blown. That's it. (gasps) It's a ghost. What was (sighs) it? Did you find out? Yeah, of course I found out. It was the other idiots in the band.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm disappointed.
3: No, no, but (laughs) I didn't find out that it was them until like months later when I was still... Going back to the story well of course there's ghosts because of when that happened, you know uh, you know, and uh, I came out oh. and this tofu was right in away so That's, that's lovely there there's yeah. always a there's always a reason yeah
1: there it well, is. That, I think i have completely ruined that that whole segue you know discussion about <laughs> ghosts you've just written it off now, Marcus, well, they don't I, exist see, I wonder about ghosts
2: because i i've seen well i've I would call them ghosts as a w- easy way of explaining them, but basically, there was one day and I was driving home, and I was extremely tired. I probably shouldn't have been driving, but I was only about a mile away from the house. I thought, I'm just going to keep going. But I actually hallucinated people. I could actually see and describe people that, once I blinked, weren't there. Yeah. And I did hear this weird theory about how you know, the brain is like a hard drive that sort of soaks up all these imagery and then a bit like the dreams as well. Um, and that it can sort of, you know, feed back to the eyes and, and show you someone that you have seen at some point.
1: Um, which I thought was quite interesting. It, but, I, yeah, I actually, as a kid, whenever I got ill and I got a bit of a fever, that would regularly happen to me. And mm. then I grew out of it but when I got COVID this year, I hallucinated again. First who, who time did you see? I I, I, I just <laughs> figures. Andy. It was Andy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Looming over in, you with a knife.
1: <laughs> no, in lingerie for some reason. It was all very oh. disturbing. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> No, but seriously, I, I got obviously a bad temperature, you know, fever as you get with COVID. And for the first time since the childhood, I had Ooh. something that I, I, I saw people. But the other thing I used to get a lot as a kid and I got again, his fat fingers. Right. I would hallucinate I that my fingers got bigger and bigger and fatter. And, fatter, and so it, it would hurt to touch them against one Ooh. another. And, mm. and I thought I was weird with this, right? Mm. Until I came across a song by a big band. It was... Pink Floyd, Comfortably, comfortably Numb. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so it's a thing, apparently,
3: that you get fat fingers. So. Yeah. My hands mm. felt just like two balloons. There you go. Well, well, mm. the
2: yeah, I remember reading about this. I think it's called something like Alice Syndrome or something. But it's where you perceive yourself to be either much larger... much Mm. smaller than your surroundings Mm. and it's a very weird sort of brain trickery Mm. i was looking into the effects of uh, migraines and epilepsy and this was one of the things that some people had suffered from is it like a seizure but it would give them this Mm.
1: weird sense of scale there's an excellent ted talk by a lady who specializes in strokes right so you know and stroke victims and what happens when you have a stroke And really interestingly, she had a stroke herself. Once she was an expert, it it wasn't the other way around where she got interested. She Mm. was an expert in strokes and she had a stroke. And because she was an expert in it, she was hyper aware of everything that was happening to her and describing it. And it's really interesting. One of the experiences that she had, which apparently is really common, is she lost the ability to distinguish between herself and the rest of the world around her. So she stumbled and fell against the shower wall. She was in the shower. And she felt like she became a part of the shower wall. So you get all these really peculiar things that happen when your brain isn't fully functional. So, yeah, ghosts. It's just, basically, if you see ghosts, it means you're a bit weird and your brain isn't
0: working properly On that bombshell, thank you very much for joining us on this um, ramshackle episode (laughs) of uh, One Footer in the Grave, and we will see you next time. God willing.